0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: We are honoured today, Walmart TV is welcoming James Tobeak, um, full instructor under Ted Warren, has been coming to Rise of the Dragon, this is your second year isn't it James? Yes. Uh, and you've enjoyed it. James, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, when did you first get into
0: training in Jeet Kune Do? In Jeet Kune Do I started in uh, around 95, so that was pretty late because I watched Bruce Lee's movies when I was a young kid. I was uh, 13 at the time. I had a lot of Chinese friends and they took me to the movies, so I wanted to do the same what Bruce did. But at that time, of course, you couldn't do Jeet Kune Do, so I started with uh, Judo. Later, I picked up Taekwondo and uh, later I started with Wing Chun and in 93 I got in contact with uh, Ted Wong, through my good friend from New York, Richard Torres. He introduced me. Uh, my friend George and I invited Ted Wong for a seminar in Netherlands. That's how it started. Okay. What did? How did you find uh, Ted Wong when he was giving you an instruction? What was he like? Um, he was very good. He moved exactly li- like Bruce, very knowledgeable, but the problem with Shifu was, Ted was that he didn't know what he knew, he was very unorganized, so you really had to pull things out of him, he just did things automatically.
1: So so how did you do that, uh,
0: getting that automatic, so, so how did you unravel what he was giving you? So, for instance, when we wanted to work on trapping hands, uh, he just did things and then we had to slow him down and show, him, uh, have him show us how it exactly worked, what to uh, focus on. So the man was uh, the man was a walking encyclopedia, but he didn't know what he knew. He just did it, and that yeah. was very yeah. that was very interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: When did when did you start? Uh, did you start training with him in America? Uh, the first time I trained with him was in the Netherlands, and then my partner George and I. Uh, every year we went to the, to the States to, to train and we went to all the nucleus seminars. But we had them uh, on a the yearly basis in the Netherlands, so then we had them for a week and then we yeah. trained intensively. Right. Okay. What appeals to you uh, with Jeet Kune Do against everything?
1: Is it because it's, it's the methodology of Bruce Lee, or because that's what drove you in the first place? Or is it because you, it's a freedom? Um,
0: sort of releasing you from styles, specifically? Well, what attracted me first about Bruce was the way he thought it was really unreal. But later as I uh, started to learn Jeet Kune then the beauty of the system struck me. The simplicity, that was really what uh, was very good, about, what is very good about system. Yeah. Bruce said, we all have two arms, two legs, how can you use them to the maximum? Yeah. So I didn't think in stars anymore, he just went to the root of the, of the system.
1: Right, right. When you've done these sort of things, um, and you've been to the Netherlands, you've been things there, you've now, what did it feel like when Ted said, I'm going to make you a full instructor in GKUNDO? How did you feel?
0: Um, we felt very honored. I mean, Ted only uh, certified a handful of people. And a lot of people who we've met through years and who also trained with Seafood Ted Wong, they always asked me, when are you going to certify me? And that was a big no-no. We knew that he was never going to certify them, but we just kept on doing it, getting all the information f- from him. And uh, I, it was my friend Richard Torch who said, when are you going to certify me? those Guys, so all
1: right, and what and how did you feel when he went? And, and that feeling was
0: immense, was it? When, when yes, he we were very honored, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Can you remember when that was around
0: um, that? Should be around, I think 2000. Okay, I have to look okay, pick it up.
1: Since then, of course, you are now one of the ambassadors for Jeet Kune Do now, um, because you are keeping the lineage of what Ted Wong taught mm-hmm. alive. Um, is that a weight on your shoulders? No. no. No? Can you express that and tell me how you feel about being honored to actually express Jeet Kune Do via Ted Wong's
0: methodology? Well, we are very honored that we are in this uh, lineage, the Ted Wong lineage, because uh, during the seminars, we have trained with several of, his, of Bruce Lee's students and that one to me is the most accurate, the one with, the, with a lot of knowledge about the system and he yes. was very close to Bruce, so… Yes.
1: <coughs> now, uh, you're based in the Netherlands, so yes. can you tell us a little about um, your school in the Netherlands?
0: We have a very small school, yeah. a very small group. So I teach Wing Chun Kung Fu and Jiu Jitsu separately, and uh, it's just a hobby. We have a small group and uh, of dedicated people, and that's about it. Yeah, you you have got a student over here, though, haven't you? student. Co- coach is based in uh in, in Ling, yes. Yeah. In Devonshire.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and how did how did he uh,
0: mature into
1: You
0: know, you being authorized to teach, you can know. Uh, Koos was already uh, a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo, but he uh, he stopped training, and because of his job, he often uh, went to the Netherlands, and it was close to the place where I live. So he he signed up. He trained on a regular basis, and then suddenly he had to move back to England again. So. I encouraged him to start teaching, uh, set up a small group, and uh, he, that's what, what he did, and after a certain <coughs> time we researched him as an instructor in Jeet okay. yeah. Kune What do you feel about Jeet Kune Do today? There's a lot of misunderstanding about system, there's a big group, uh, think that Jeet Kune Do is taking the best of everything, and there's a group who... Um, trains the way Bruce Lee trained yeah. at the end. The so-called original Jack Deason, or pre-73 students. And uh, Bruce Lee was heading in a certain di- di- direction where he tried to make things more, even more s- simple. And other groups are trying to, are they They're not trying to, they're making things complicated again. Because if you are in a fight you don't have you don't have time to think about things. They have to come out naturally, and it only works when it's simple. If it's not simple, it can never come out spontaneously.
1: James Tavie, thank you very much for your time, and we'll hope to catch up with you in another year's time. Thank, thank you. you. You're welcome.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.